Today's episode is brought to you by Raise.com, a place to save more everywhere you shop. You can unlock discounts and cashback cards and coupons on the best offers with Raise. Everything from Adidas shoes to Lowe's to Cabela's to Walmart to Starbucks, all of these amazing places that you can get discount gift cards and purchase them on Raise.com. And if you use my promo code, you can actually get $5 off your first card. So go to geta.raise.com, G-E-T-A dot raise, R-A-I-S-E.com slash rallen6552. Go there, get $5 off your gift card, start saving on everything that you're doing already as purchases are being made online all day, every day. So go to there and get your $5 off. On today's podcast, we get to speak with Peggy Niles from Quantum Scaling. She is a performance and profit strategist and a business mentor. And let's tell you, it was fun to talk with her. She talked about bucket list items. She talked about different things that we can do as small business owners to help us with our profit, not just our top line revenue, but our profit and what a great way to go about it. So Take a listen and, and she will give us some tips and some tricks on things that we need to do. And she's also going to share a little bit about how she's helping to scale her own business. And so let's listen in on the performance and profit strategist. Welcome to Pepper Shock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen, and today we have Peggy Niles as the Profit Strategist and Business Mentor, Performance and Profit. <laughs> uh, she's the strategist here. She's going to help six and seven figure business owners transform their companies from the daily grind to one that keeps running smoothly while the owner focuses on the things that matter most to them. She walks her clients through a three-step quantum scaling system, a proven system to reach their five-year goals in 12 to 24 months. And with 30 years of experience, she specializes in scaling strategies, leadership and process creation management. Also, as a certified public accountant by trade, Peggy always keeps an eye on the effects the actions and strategies have on the business's bottom line. I always say, build your brand and bottom line. <laughs> uh, Peggy is always doing that. And then she is believing that small business is the best way to make a difference in the world. That's why she keeps helping her clients grow and scale their companies without the overwhelm of laboring endless hours. Ugh. And so that they can fulfill our dreams and gain the freedom and life that we want, that we've always wanted <laughs> and the impact that we deserve, right? Welcome to the show, Peggy. Hey, Ray, nice to talk to you this morning. So Peggy, tell me, you've got 30 years of experience. You've got a CPA background. What made you want to shift into really helping people with their performance and profit? Working in accounting, you learn so much more about a business than just accounting. Back when I worked in large corporations, you know, you learn that None of the departments or divisions talk to each other. Legal's off in their own little world, financial's off in their And the same thing happens in small businesses, only the, the minute difference is that with small businesses, the business owner usually knows their thing, right? They're great at their thing, but the overall business acumen, you know what's involved. 
and they don't learn that until after they get in the midst of the daily grind. And it's kind of late after that to really plan out what you want. So that's how I got into it. I, I learned that I was helping my clients with more than just their accounting. People look at accounting as boring, right? Until they learn what the numbers can do for them. So uh, that's how I kind of started just expanding slowly out of accounting into helping my clients grow through other means. And so through this process, let's back up a little bit. What, what got you to where you are now? I mean, your schooling, your upbringing, were you always a, an entrepreneur type? Kind of tell me a little bit about your path and your journey. Yeah, so I'll start out really quickly from my young days. That seems so far away. Uh, you know, originally I wanted to be a nurse. Really? Aww. I did. And then um, we were playing and one of my girlfriend's young sisters fell off of a garbage can and split her head open in front of me. Oh, no. <laughs> And they were more worried about me than her. Let's put it that way. So yeah, I knew that wasn't going to be my career. Uh, so that's when I switched to business. I knew business. Um, my dad was a CPA as well. So I went in and I'm like, I want to switch to accounting. And really, I kind of knew all along, I'd set my goals. I knew what I wanted. And I knew what I had to do to get there. That's when my the planning in me started coming out. Yeah, so I went for it and numbers is my thing, business is my thing. I I like to say I'm not a housewife, I'm a businesswoman because um, it's really between family and my business, my clients, for me to spend quality time with my family mm -hmm. and worry about cleaning the house or, or so forth. So that's kind of how I got on the road. I always knew I wanted to own my own business, but I insisted upon working in both the corporate world and the public accounting world because I wanted to gain as much experience as I could so that I could properly serve clients. Nice. And when the opportunity came along to start my own business, I, I jumped on it and I had all the support I needed in my family um, to do so. And a lot of business owners don't have that. Uh, which I'm sure we can talk about in a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. So, so walk me through the process of, of working. What's it like to be a client of Peggy's? What, what can you expect? What do you get to do with you? I love to be challenged. And so I will challenge my clients. They really have to be growth minded. And what we do, it's very important to me to take a deep dive into gaining clarity on what their ultimate vision and it really helps to uncover the hidden opportunities so you can build sustainable growth. I take a deep dive into their company, talk with the owner about their goals and what their end vision is, you know, their what if vision, and really strengths, opportunities, weaknesses um, that are currently in their, their business and that they can take action on immediately to start building the momentum to get fo go forward. From there, we then build their roadmap, their ideal roadmap to get them from where they currently are to where they ultimately want to be. And that's typically, you know, it can be a day process. It could be a week process. And then from there, we'll go on to um, really continual month to month uh, guidance, holding them accountable, no excuses. If, if this is the goal you set, we're going to say who's responsible. And, and keep them accountable for it. 
and work on the goals so we know the ultimate long-term goal but then we break it down there's mm -hmm. and then more so 90 days always make sure that you're focusing on the thing you need to be focused on at that point in time to make the greatest impact to move you to the next level and to achieve that shorter term goal uh, along the way also as they build their teams up and we mentor their leadership so that they are building a team that the owner can eventually rely on and they can step, enjoy life, uh, invest more time doing the important things, more, uh, more impactful things on reaching their vision with their company. So Peggy, do you think that your impact of what you've done with your clients has helped your clients long-term or is it kind of like you're going to help for 90 days and, and then they make this change and then they they don't need you anymore or do you have ongoing clients do you work with them on a long-term basis yes i definitely work with them on a long-term basis and really um, a lot of my clients have become like family to me uh -huh. um you know because we do we do do the deep dive and no matter you know some some like coaches out there or, or other consultants mentors they focus on um the business vision right mm -hmm. but there's always to me it's a personal vision and a business vision right you know you can't have one without the other you know there's your why usually your why your big why is related to something personal so by by taking those deep dives and learning more about them both from a professional and personal standpoint Mm -hmm. Right, we become friends, and I care very deeply about my clients, um, and that's kind of where the no BS comes in, the challenges, and the no excuses. It kind of seems like throughout my life, I was a go-to person when someone had a problem or that, mm -hmm. uh, they come to me to help them solve it. And then also, I had a ton of conversations throughout my career with people saying, oh, I'm going to do this at some point in time. Oh, I want to do this. But then it stops there. You know, you talk to them, you probably have this. You talk to them a year later, five years later, and they're still telling you the same thing. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't you do it? And that's like, I don't know if it's fear, lack of confidence, but you know what? If you have a dream, you have to go after it. You can't just settle for the status quo. And that's what really excites me, you know? People shouldn't, just because they want to have a business, they shouldn't lose their passion mm -hmm. in that daily grind or overwhelm. So let's talk about some success stories of clients that you have helped, your friends that you've helped really, you, you, that have become friends. I mean, if you care to share and can share, do you have a kind of a, a story that comes to mind about somebody that you've helped and you don't necessarily have to name names, but what, what's happened? What, how have you helped them? You know, so it can be little things that get them started, such as um, one one person was stuck. She couldn't do any of her writing because she wasn't sure which way she wanted to go with it. Story-based, um, lesson-based. And so we, we discussed what she was trying to achieve, who her target was. And I was able to relate it to actually my business because it was um, wealth and financial so I, I gave her my think of numbers and wealth. Of course, they love wealth, but the, the detail, right. who wants to talk about that? Again, it's boring. I remember one of my first networking events, they're like, oh, that's boring. 
So you work with me and then you get excited about your numbers. Let me tell you something. So that's, that's probably what really. a lot of people need to know or hear is yes. excited about their numbers. <laughs> In marketing, you have to help your clients with that which I know you do. So uh, you kind of got a little experience with my number geekness. Mm -hmm. So anyway, once, once I gave her that viewpoint of how to, to make it more of a story and how it can relate to them and so forth, boom, she was able to start writing her block, you know, gone. Okay. Uh, then you go a little further with a client who was a, a sales company they were losing money. They were having trouble. You know, their, their salesmen were taking on any jobs. They didn't care what. Uh, the job could, could maybe be sold at a loss to begin with. It took forever to collect the cash. And the salespeople were getting 50% off, not considering any of the overhead. So we made an, an adjustment, right, that we told the, the salespeople, okay, you guys are going to take the hit for some of the overhead-related the direct uh, cost related to the job. It's not just gonna be on our company. And you're not gonna get paid until we get paid by the client. Well, just making that one shift changed not only their cash flow, but it changed the sales guy's perspectives. Now all of a sudden, they were looking for better jobs. That increased by three times, that increased their cash flow and shortened the collection period for that that company so that they had the cash to spend on other things and it also brought them better jobs um, that led to them to be able to be buying their own printing company um, as well which led to another further expansion so that kind of thing happens a lot of times it's just the little tweaks but then we walk them through the process and build the plan for such like purchasing the other print other things it may be you know you're stuck trying to accomplish uh, you know, I work mostly with service-based companies and uh, utilization with your staff and your team. People sometimes don't track that or they want to, and you should, but they were trying to get this application and it was slowing them down. They were, they didn't do it for years. And it, again, was a collection um, problem that slowed things down. They couldn't build their business, right? So uh, by helping them focus on what needed to, to be done to achieve getting that application to place, by setting the goals, they were able to do that. They were up 100% in their revenue. Wow. You know, now this doesn't happen to every client, but everyone has different dreams. And so we customize strategy to the business and the business owner and what they're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. So tell me uh, a little bit more about um, kind of your helpers and people who've helped you along the way. Well, I've had a lot of mentors, you know, there have been a, a couple professional ones. Well, I should say a couple paid professional ones. And then I've also had uh, my family. My dad was a very large mentor, friend, example to me. Although he worked in corporate most of his life, when he retired, he came and worked for me, for my business, some. And uh, what I learned from him is how to be humble, how to help others. He got so many people jobs. And then I've had I've had bosses and leaders that I you learn what worked and what didn't work. And, and you gotta use those lessons no matter what. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I learned some things with, of what not to do from some of my bosses. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm all about 
you know, with me, it's all about not sacrificing your life to have your, your dream business. Mm -hmm. Use your business to have the lifestyle that you really want. Mm -hmm. Like that since probably my mid um, corporate days where once I started having, you know what, I'm not giving up my life for my career and there is no reason why I can't have both. Mm-hmm. And so um, you might enjoy this story. I had this one boss. Now this was before cell phones or if cell phones were out, they were those big like box type things like walkie talkies that I don't know if you're familiar with. I, right? yeah, I, <laughs> the brick it was more of a beepers. I think beepers were, were just the popular thing back then. Yeah. And I had this one boss, he was crazy. He wanted to work all the time. And we were in accounting for a corporate, you know, nothing emergency. It wasn't life and death. Mm-hmm. And uh, my grandparents had a cottage in no man's land somewhere in Indiana. And uh, we didn't have a phone up there. And I was going for a weekend. And he's like, oh, well, you know, if I call you, what's the number? I'm like, you don't need to call me, first of all. Right. And secondly, we don't have a phone. And he's like, what? He didn't believe me. And he's like, oh, I better get you a beeper. <laughs> I said, you know what, go ahead, get me that beeper. I have a two-year-old cousin, she'd love it. I'll give it to her. Well, I never heard about a beeper from him again, but you know, that's the thing. Nowadays, we're so attached to technology, you gotta disconnect sometimes. You're right, yeah, it's it's tough, but it's it's true. You know, when we go, where there's a resort town uh, and there's always a place where you can't get any reception and, you know, going through that. And of course my kids like, oh, you know, they get all upset, but then, you know, they have to find other things to do aside from, you know, being connected to their, their screens. And, you know, (laughs) it is good to get away for a while for sure. (laughs) And especially as a business owner, it's important to have the team to rely on when you step away, either the team or just have your systems automated. So they keep working while you, while you're going, having fun. Yep. That's so true. I always say, measure what you treasure, dump what you don't, and automate what you hate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good model. Yeah, there you go. I figured you'd like that because uh, your your affiliation with numbers are your yeah. numbers. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because um, a lot of the problems um, some of my clients have is is with the marketing. You know, uh, newer companies especially have this problem, and even some that have been around for the five to seven years mm-hmm. um, or longer. They just don't have that marketing system in place. There's no real process. And like I was saying earlier, when when they start their business, right, they just get into, I got to get clients, I got to get clients, I got to get clients. But once those clients start coming in, then the focus turns to, I got to serve those clients, I got to serve those clients. And they don't have any anything in the pipeline. Right. And their marketing system has pretty much died, right? And so that really is a major piece of the puzzle. I mean, it's one of the five core pillars of your business. And so it has to connected with the rest of your business. Mm-hmm. You have to have something established, a process established, and you have to share it with your team as to how that message is still going to keep going. Right. Whether you bring a marketing team in on, you know, within your business, whether you hire a freelancer, uh, whether you use automation, um, typically, as you grow, it'll be a combination of those, right? Mm-hmm. But it's so important to keep the focus on marketing throughout. I always say your business is like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. I've had some clients where they have um, fulfillment and they have marketing. And again, they don't talk or communicate. 
and marketing's selling one message and fulfillment is saying what we can't yeah, so they're, they're all going in tandem together, right? You're not over over promising and under delivering, but you know, under promising and over delivering what you are selling so that they can actually fulfill it. You're right. Absolutely. And keeping all of those uh, together. And you're right about the pipeline. I think people, that's why so many ebbs and flows happen because you you get all the clients and then you're so busy, you got to get all the work done. You, you do, you completely forget about marketing. So if you can automate it and make a system happen, hire people to help you with that. You know, you're singing my praises. <laughs> you're singing my how, how often I hear, oh, I get my business from referrals, from networking. Well, that's a little hard right now, right? Right, yeah, with the pandemic well, in place, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, you wanna build it so it's resilient and sustainable. And in order to do that, it has to be built in a way that you could pivot quickly. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of companies proved that they could do that um, this past year. But yeah, so what do you do now if you can't network? Accelerate word of mouth. Marketing. <laughs> yeah, accelerate word of mouth and double down on digital is what I keep telling people. It's like, that's where everybody is, is online now and networking online. And it's really, you know, the, the audience is, is the globe now because like you and I, you know, we're not in the same state, we're out of state. And we also belong to a group that has um, people from all over the world in it. And now we can, you know, open up our abilities or prop, you know, our services to people all over. And it's as if we're, you know, we're not really skipping a beat because we're still networking, but just in a different way. <laughs> Isn't that a great thing? I mean, I love meeting people from all over and getting different perspectives, you know, and uh, understanding the different cultures. And even though we're, even though some of us may even be within the U.S., we still have different ways of doing things if we're in different states. And, and it's so fun to learn what else is out there. Yeah, and learn about time changes and how <laughs> people in the world have a different, you know, fallback schedule than we do, or you know, spring ahead time change. <laughs> Yeah, Even the shutdowns, you know, it's funny how like some states are going through this, other states, they're like, oh, we really didn't shut down. They said that, you know, it's very little. And, and so it's really interesting to learn what's going on elsewhere. If you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go, Peggy, if we could do it at the moment? Annie, well, you know, honestly, this past year, I've given a lot of thought that and I, I've had this conversation with my sons and my husband that if they opened up where I could travel right now, I would travel to different places in the U.S. There are a lot of beautiful places that we've never seen and I've heard of. And why do we need to go out of the country to do so? I would love to go to Hawaii. That's always been one of my dreams because I love being by the water. Yeah. Uh, I, I was in, uh, I think it was Boca Raton, Florida, sitting on the beach when I made the decision to start my own company. Nice. Um, so the water inspires me. If I were to go out of the country, it would be Ireland. Yeah. Um, to learn more about my heritage, because I hear how beautiful it is. Uh, the people there are so friendly. We have a couple um, people from Ireland in our um, networking group, e, &E that you were Mm -hmm. yep. so, um, yep. so yeah that, that would be my desires I think yeah and I just had Shelly Jorgensen um, the founder of the it's the entrepreneurs networking Executive. events right group on Facebook and um, she's talking about uh, the castle trip to to Ireland um, you know in 
I guess it would be the fall of 2021. So people are listening to this, you know, beyond the fact that we're, when we're recording, but uh, I think she's planning on doing that, um, you know, consecutively year over year, as long as there's no pandemic going on or anything like that. But uh, I, I'm seriously considering it because now I have all these airline miles. I don't know what to do with <laughs> I haven't been able to travel and I've had to, you know, I was supposed to go speak in, in New York and Las Vegas and all these places and ended up just doing it all virtually. So now I have airline credits that they've extended. Thankfully, I was supposed to, they were going to expire. And uh, so then I was like, well, uh, let's just plan a trip. But then of course our stages in our state uh, moved to what they called stage two here. Some people have orange, red. I mean, they do different things, but basically no more gatherings of 10 people and you know, only, only essential travel, non-essential travel is out. So I was like, well, I guess I am going to lose all that, but luckily, thankfully, uh, you know, and I'm not getting endorsed by Alaska Airlines, but they were nice enough to extend the credit for us. No, maybe we will take that trip to Hawaii or something. I'm not sure yet what we're going to do, but uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I was just Amber, actually. Do you remember this show, Gilligan's Island, or are you too young for that? No, I do. In fact, I, uh, Marianne, had hired her to do an MC for an event, a uh, fundraising event that we put on. So, so yeah, I'm very oh, so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, one time, uh, my family, we were in the Bahamas, and my youngest son and I uh, went parasailing, awesome. and my oldest son and my husband stayed in the boat with the, with the guide and the driver, and um, it was like a Gilligan's Island trip. Uh, <laughs> it was supposed to be like an hour parasailing. Two-hour tour turned into... And three hours later, we tour. Oh because we got out there and we were able to do the parasailing, which was beautiful. Oh, man. But then all of a sudden the sky got. Oh no. And the driver had to drive around the storm. My husband and I just kept looking at us like, oh my God, what do we do? We have our two young kids with us and we're gonna you know, be swallowed up in the ocean here. We just, we went, when we went to the Bahamas, um, it was right after hurricane season, which we didn't necessarily realize that that was, you know, why the, I guess the, the lure or the, um, you know, come to the Bahamas because it's, you know, cheaper or whatever. <laughs> and I was young. I was, well, I was probably 15 or so. And um, I, I completely understand the, the, the way the weather changes so rapidly there and how that can happen. And it's, it, it's beautiful, but yeah, I, I just remember um, the Bahama mamas that they gave all the people yeah. on, the, on the boat to get over there, you know, and of course I was too young to have them. So I was just helping them, you know, <laughs> later pass out the, um, the bags that they all needed. <laughs> the, the water was a little, uh, you know, sketchy anyway. <laughs> yeah, Bahamas, but you know, since we're on that topic, the, the one thing that I remember the most is the swimming with the dolphins experience. Did you oh, get to do that? Did I did not that? do that, oh but that God. is on my bucket list. Uh, yeah, it was, I always tell my kids, I'm like, whenever I die, I want you guys to go, go, instead of doing the funeral, just go spread my ashes and go swim with the dolphins. That's all I want. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want you to do. I don't spend money on all the, you know, stuff. I'm dead. What do I care? Right. I want you to go, you know, enjoy a trip and go, you know, take, Go, go swim the dolphins. <laughs> but you know what lesson learned there is you, you should only worry about what you have control over. That's right. That's right. You know, and... <laughs> yeah, I said to Drew, my husband, I'm like, <clears throat> go with it. Go with the <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep. 
So Peggy, um, a couple more questions for you. What are your plans now? I mean, obviously we're kind of going through this pandemic and like you mentioned, you know, it's a little bit harder to network and do the things that we're, we're accustomed to, but what are your plans for the next five to seven years for your own business? And how do you see yourself uh, scaling your own business? So as I grow, I will continue to build my team and be able to watch and be uh, more alert as to what my clients needs are so that I can pivot and add as, as I go along as to what they need. Good, good. Tell me a couple things that you're doing now to help you market aside from the E&E &E group that we talked about, but what are some other things that you're doing uh, that seem to be working for you? Right now, um, I have been doing speaking and I built a mini webinar I've joined the, the global networking, as well as uh, doing a lot of videos and live videos and uh, making connections in whatever way I can. I'm in the middle of a course to help business owners. And once I'm done with that, I'm going to start a podcast as well. It's just really important to, I feel, to get my message out there. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. I like it when people tell me that they're going to start their own podcast and that they're going to do some things in the future. So I'm excited for you for, about that. And, and uh, you know, your new domain name that we made you register the other day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Performanceandprofit.com. Right. I've always been um, known as the profit strategist. And I was speaking with Ray on how it's so much more when people talk about or think about growing their business, they usually just think top line revenue. And it's so much more than that. It's really about making profits, right? And to find out you need to take that deep dive and you need to look at the processes in place, what can be improved upon. You need to look at your team, when to hire and so forth. And you need to monitor the numbers, not just the top layer, but the bottom. And as I was talking to Ray, she's like, well, it sounds to me like, yeah, it's not just profit strategist, you know, you're working on the performance of the processes and the team and the effectiveness of the overall company. I'm like, yes, yes, that's what I'm doing. So yeah, Ray and I got very excited about that. And <laughs> I know, and I looked up, I said domain names and performanceandprofit.com, you, and you got it and you, you're going to do some fun things with it. I can, I can see the title of a book. I can see the title of your podcast. I can see it all. <laughs> so, so we're already brainstorming, but now I am known as the performance and profit strategist. And I do have the domain performance and profit. Um, although I haven't done anything with it yet. It's a very recent conversation. So. Yep, yep. So we'll have to, uh, we'll have to do another uh, follow-up podcast and talk about all the things that you're going to be, that you have done once it's all together. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but for now, how can people get in touch with you? Should they want to hire you or, you know, converse with you um, or just have a dialogue about uh, you know, potentially helping them in their journey and what they're doing in their performance and their profit yeah. they want. Uh, what, how can they get a hold of you, Peggy? So, you know what? Um, probably the easiest way is just to go to facebook.com slash profit strategist and follow me there. But also I would like to offer all of your listeners, um, if they would like the guide to a, the prescription of a profitable company, they can go to quantum scaling strategies dot com slash numbers so again that's quantum scaling strategies dot com slash numbers and you can get your guide for the prescription to a profitable company 
Excellent. Thank you for that. I think that uh, I will be getting that too myself <laughs> and that as well. So we'll uh, we'll get that in the show notes and, and have that as a link for everyone as well. But thank you so much, Peggy, for uh, sharing some words of wisdom and how we can get just a little bit more profitable and how we can maybe potentially work with you to do those types of things. And and uh, now we know your ideal customer is somebody that's been in business with at least five to seven years and, uh, you know, maybe six or seven figures. It doesn't necessarily matter how much, but it's what, you know, it doesn't matter top line, like you said, it matters to the bottom line. But any last words of, uh, any last words of wisdom that you'd like to share, Peggy? Um, really just make sure that you're concentrating on the entire five pillars of your business um, in order to take you to the next level and know which level you're actually at right now. So you know which pillar to focus on the most at the moment. And don't forget, marketing is one of those key pillars. That's right. <laughs> this is the marketing expedition after all. So we're on a journey together. Thank you again, Peggy. And for those of you listening, uh, if you have not yet become a member of the marketing expedition, Dot com community. We encourage you to go there uh, and sign up and, and you get one month free using month one, the number one month one uh, for uh, your first month and just check it all out and see what you can do and see how much you can learn and gain uh, from the, the community. And we'll um, hope that you'll continue on with us beyond. And until then, enjoy the journey. Thanks for having me, Ray. You bet. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at Peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.